boys are back. Hot light episode. What is this? I don't even know. I forgot to check. 60-something. Coming in hot on a Friday. Hope go. everyone is doing well. Made it through the week. Congratulations. Jack, how are you doing today? It's been a roller coaster day for my emotions, let me tell you. <laughs> As a okay. Sox and Bulls fan, it has just been like, what the fuck is happening today? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. And we are definitely going to get into that on our sports dome. We were talking right before we started recording today. This is going to be another wild episode. So I have, and, and not to tease anything, I have what may potentially be my dumbest thought ever. Oh, let's go. I, okay. I, almost, I almost didn't want to ask it because I thought you would think I was incredibly stupid. Oh, no, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. But to tease something, Monday's episode, Big you're episode. not going to want to miss. Big, Big episode. episode. we got a special guest coming on. It's going to be awesome. I can guarantee you that. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking forward stay to tuned. It. Stay tuned. But let's get into sports because we got a lot to discuss today. I don't even know where you want to start. Let's. Let, I feel like there's less to talk about. Uh, with the with the Bulls, so let's start with the Bulls. Okay. Uh, the Bulls traded Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter, Otto Porter Jr., and two first round picks to the Magic for Nikola Vucevic and Alfarik Aminu, or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. I don't know, and and they also like had another trade where they got Daniel Thies, I believe is his name from the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Again, just fucking stockpiling centers makes no sense, and I don't know how to feel about any of these trades. I thought that the overwhelming response was going to be negative, but I guess it's very positive. Okay, I don't really understand why. I I don't either. I'm right there with you. And, like, don't get me wrong, Nikola Vucevic, whatever his name is, from Orlando, is an extremely good player. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't really think, I don't know, they, they're not in, like, they're not in win-now mode, and they're not in win-later mode. Right. I, I, like, I like getting Vucevic, or whatever his name is. Um, but I don't like everything that we gave up for him. Yeah. I, I completely agree with your take that I don't understand these moves in the sense of what we're trying to do this season and next season. And then I don't understand these moves going forward because we gave up two first round picks. Yeah. So it's like, what, what is, what are we trying to do here? And like, like I said, don't get me wrong. I, I think this, uh, like this immediately makes the team better. Like, right now, it makes the team better. Because, like, you're just getting a better player. Vucevic yeah. is better than whatever, um, you know, Wendell Carter and Otto Porter did together. So, like, I did it in, you know, that sense. But, like, I don't know. I don't really think this, like, changes anything. I, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. It, I just don't really understand the point of the trades. I, I like that the Bulls are at least doing something. Yeah. Like, that makes me happy. Yeah. And it makes They're me happy not- that this team has gotten, like, immediately better. But, like, 
I don't think we've gotten better in the right like spots per se. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I still don't understand this whole fucking thing of just cornering the market on centers. <laughs> it's like we got nine of them. No, we don't fucking need nine of them. They're like, they're taking they're taking after the Bears, cornering the market on tight ends. The Bears are not hey, the Bears are not the people you want to take after. <laughs> they're, they're actually the last people you would want to take after. Someone's gonna need a center, and then the Bulls are like, "Hey, we got, got like seven extras." We got nine. <laughs> it's like they're getting better at positions that they don't like depth wise. They don't need to get better at. Right. Right. Yep. Per se, obviously they 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 need to get better. At, you know, almost every position. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but like this is not the depth wise move that I would have made. However, I will say, I, like I said, this makes the team better. So I'm fine with it, I guess. Yep, I'm right the there with you. Day, like, it is what it is. Yep. I was waiting for the Lonzo ball to be announced. I would have, you know, ball don't lie, baby. I would have been in. I, I would have loved for that one to happen. I thought I was really hoping for – well, I mean, I was hoping for the Bulls to get – who is it, LaMelo in this year's draft? Yeah, but, I mean, you knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I was just hoping. They had, like, the seventh pick, dude. Could have happened. I don't know. Maybe a couple trades popped up in the draft there. The Bulls today literally said, fuck everybody not named Kobe White, Zach Levine, or Patrick Williams. Everyone else was, like, free game. Yep. And I know they didn't – they ended up not trading Lowry, which I like, but I did hear that they were, like, shopping his name around, which probably doesn't bode well for his, you know, psyche, his mental capacity, I guess. Mm -hmm. But – I guess it's one of those things where it's just part of, you know, the, he's, the deal. In my opinion, he's a player who had a really, really high potential and just, like, he's been good, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he's lived up to the hype that was surrounding him coming into the league. I, I, I'm i not going to, like, argue that per se, but, like, I don't know. He's been, he's been good. Yeah. He has been great. Exactly. But nobody on the Bulls really has besides like Kobe White. <laughs> so it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Talking the White Sox. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yep. What do you want to start with? Um, the ugly. Uh, Eloy Jimenez out five to six months with a torn pectoral tendon. Uh, shoot me in the face immediately. Please. What the fuck? That was just not the news that we wanted to hear. Eloy, stop being an idiot. It's insane to me that, like, we've – Eloy's been on the major league team for, what, two, three years now, basically? Three? Mm-hmm. Yep. How the fuck has nobody sat him down, like, one offseason and been like, okay, hey, Eloy, hitting, you're good. You're really good at it. Fielding – you look like a deer on ice skates out there. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Let's just work on fielding a, a whole offseason. The the play that he got injured on was a completely avoidable play, too. It was it, The ball wasn't even close. Right. Like and he had and no, even if it is, dude, it's spring training. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, he had no business trying to make that play. I've, I've said it a billion times on this. If you're a good baseball team, you shouldn't care about spring training now. Should be like, hey, this is this is our warm up reps. You know, we don't really care if we win. I'm not trying to make any spectacular plays. I'm just trying to, you know, get back into it. 
you don't need to be robbing home runs, dude. Yep. No one cares, especially yep. especially you. You you just you're just not that good. You've gotten hurt like nine billion times already. And this but it's always been like one of those things where it's like, oh, he'll miss like a week at most. Mm-hmm. This is the one where it's like, now now this is like actually fucks us. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't um, know I don't know where we go from here. Okay, so that's that's what I wanted to touch on with you as what moves are we making and who are we going to put in to fill his spot? Because I got some ideas, but I want to hear yours. Well, so here, this was part of the good that was going to come out of this. There mm-hmm. was a report that came out, I don't know, maybe Tuesday, that Andrew Vaughn is set to make the opening day roster and probably start at DH for us. So yep. that's good because that's yep. what I wanted. So, you know, and, and Rick Hahn in the press conference uh, that happened yesterday, as you guys are listening, said – that there's a possibility that they've that Vaughn plays left field. I don't know how to feel about that because he might be worse than Eloy. I am personally not a fan of that move. Andrew Vaughn, I think, can he he's shown that he's been a very good first baseman and a very good DH as well so far. I think that left field might be a little bit out of his skill set. And I don't know why we wouldn't just throw either like Leary or Danny Mendick or someone like that out there. Well, so it's going to be, it's going to come down to Leary, Adam Eaton, and Billy Hamilton is basically the three that it's going to come down to. Hey, and Billy Hamilton has been, I really like him. He's fast. It's great. The speed is awesome. Yeah. The, the, the bat and the power just isn't there. And in this day and age, you got to have someone with power. Yeah. I almost just want to, like, put Andrew Vaughn out there and just be like, hey, man, just catch, like, routine pop flies. And anything that's not a routine pop fly, just let Luis get. (laughs) It could be, like, 10 feet to the left of you. Just let Luis run and catch that ball. Because you know he will. Yeah. He'll get there. He's fast enough. Just be like, hey, man, you got to cover, like, 20 feet both sides of you, and that's it. Like, that's yeah. all you need. And then just catch, like, routine pop flies and keep everything in front of you. It was like, if it goes behind you, just be like, the ball's going or, like, I'm turning around and I'm playing it off the wall. Like, that's <laughs> what you got. That's all you got to do. Yeah. But I, I, I agree for the most part where I don't really like the move of Vaughn in left field. Mm-hmm. I like him more as a DH first baseman. Um, my he should guess, be playing there today. Yeah, he was playing there as we were recording this. Um, today, as you're listening to it, I think he's playing out there as well. Yeah. Um, it is probably going to be like Leori or Adam Eaton or Billy Hamilton, but I don't know. My other move, uh, did it with Garrett Crochet. Fuck the minor leagues. Bring up Yolecki already. <laughs> Number one international prospect. Fuck him, dude. Bring him up. Just let's go. Throw him right into the blender. I mean, maybe he turns out to be a fucking stud immediately. Like Garrett, like what, what, what if he is, we'll never know. Take a chance, baby. I'm sure it has something to do with contract stipulation. Oh, I don't know because I don't think the whole like minor league thing has anything to do with international prospects. Oh, well maybe. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that because I definitely do not know the rules of baseball and the rules of contracts in baseball like that. But I want to say it's, if it's 
I don't know if it's not a thing, but it's at least different where they don't need as much minor league time for international right. prospects. Right. So, hey, you know, just, you know, take a chance. Chuck them out there. Or, or, as head of Yerman Mercedes fan club, listen, he's a thick boy, but guess what? He's got some wheels on him. He can run. Put him out there. You think you think he could stand his ground in left field? Dude, if Kyle Schwarber can play left field, German Mercedes can play left field. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm. He's not going to be a defensive all star by any means. Yeah. But like, he can be comparable. Again, like I said, whoever plays left field doesn't have to make any particularly like amazing catches or amazing plays. You got Luis right next to you, dude. I mean, I, I just wish that, like, I, I, I don't wish injuries on anyone, but at least, like, why couldn't it have happened to right field where you could just hide him a little bit more? Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't want it to happen to right field because Adam Engel looks fucking great. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I said, I'm not wishing injuries on anyone. I'm just saying if a certain position had to get hurt, I feel like you can hide right field a little bit better than you can left field. I would agree for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. uh, Or we go and sign, uh, Yasiel Puig or Yoannis Cespedes. I'm fine with either of them. (laughs) I'll be honest. Either. I'm fine with either of them. Uh, Wasn't, wasn't Puig in trade talks like a couple years ago with the Sox? Yeah. When he was on the Reds, I believe. Yeah. But. I wouldn't mind that. Who knows? Um, Couple other things I want to touch on White Sox wise. Yep. Uh, Zach Collins, another bomb today. Yep. He's looking really good as a backup catcher. Mm-hmm. I think he is a, just based on play alone. I think he should lock up that backup catcher spot. I don't know if Rick Hahn and uh, Tony Larusa are going to like pull the string on him yet or not. So I don't know. I hope he's our backup catcher. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Me too. Uh, Me too. Also, Dylan Cease uh, pitched today's we're recording, yesterday's we're listening. Again, looks really fucking good, dude. Yep. Looks very good. Yep. Like, he looks this spring training like the Dylan Cease I've been waiting to see. In, in my opinion, Dylan Cease undoubtedly has the skills and the talent and the stuff to be a very successful major league pitcher. I think it is like 98% a mental game with him. Which is basically the, the same thing that happened that happens with all the pitchers in the White Sox so far. If, if he is, if he is locked in mentally, he is fantastic. But if he is not, it goes downhill fast. I mean, you saw that's, that is, what Lucas Giolito did to a nutshell. Giolito was legitimately like the second worst pitcher in the major leagues his like first year with the White Sox. Yep. Came back, did all that mental shit. Was like, yep, I'm fucking locked in now and I'm going to start dealing. Yep. And then he did. Dylan sees. Looks like he's doing the same thing. Fucking love it. Keep doing you, buddy. Like, he's got, and it's not just like his stuff is nasty, which it is. It's like the pitch mix that he has. Mm-hmm. is like, He's got mm-hmm. everything from like the the high nineties, like probably like skimming a hundred fastball, to like wipe out slider and change, and then like can even throw like the curve every once in a while, which is just disgusting. And it's like you never know what you're gonna get with him. Did you see the pitch 
today's game as we're recording, where he literally locked up the batter and like brought him down to a knee. Oh yeah, he's disgusting. <laughs> By the way, Sox win. Hey, there you go. So, yeah, you know the Sox, the good, the bad, the ugly. Also, the good that came out of this, not that came out of this, but that was reported. Uh, another international prospect. Did you see this? No. Oscar Colas. The uh, they are calling him the Cuban Shohei Otani. Oh yes. He pitches, bats, and plays outfield. Yep. Uh, I fucking love this. That we're just getting like all the Cubans. Like just give me them all. Oh yeah. Uh, he uh, like I, I think it's called like designated from Cuba or just you know renounced playing baseball in Cuba to come as a free agent to the MLB in yep. 2020. Uh, and he's like, I want to say he's like one of the top international prospects, if not the top for his class. Uh, and instead of signing with anybody this signing period, which he could have, uh, he said, nope, fuck it. I'll wait till next year. And said he's going to sign with the White Sox, basically. Let's go, baby. Let's so, go. Fucking bring them all in. Give me all the Cubans, baby. I love it. I love it that he was like, hey, like, I know I could sign with someone right now, but like, fuck it. I'm just going to wait and play with all my buddies on the White Sox and dominate. Let's go. I love it. Give me a lot of Cubans, baby. Oh yeah. Give me a lot. Oh, yeah. so, so that's that's big. Uh again, plays pitches and plays outfield. I'll take both. He can honest to God, ideally, he slots into left field. Eloy goes to DH. We have a a, a married time. We win. There you go. I'm okay with that. I can Yep, I'm okay with that. Just think, um, think of your outfield as Oscar Colas, Luis Robert, Yolecki Suspedes. Yeah. How you doing? I'll take it. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad, I'll tell you that. Um, do you have any other sports and or White Sox to touch on? Because I got a couple other things to bring up that are not Sox related. Just real quick about Yolecki. I, I want to say it's Yolki, but I say Yolecki because there's like an E in there. And I don't <laughs> know how to pronounce anybody's names. But uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but I know I talked about this to you. I was sold on him the second there was the picture that was released of him in the Cuba jersey drinking a juice box on the sideline. Oh, I yeah. Was like, Dude, fuck, this guy is going to be so good. He yep. is so swagged yep. out already, and he hasn't even gotten to the White Sox. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> like, that's just, it's game over. Like, he was just, like, kicked back, wearing his Cuba jersey, just sipping. And it wasn't like, a Capri Sun. It was like the actual box of juice. Yeah. Like an actual juice box. So swaggy. Big time. Love it. Time. But that's all I got uh, for White Sox. All right. Stuff. So so just uh, I think one, maybe two things that else that I want to bring up depending on how much time it takes. I don't know if you saw this one this week. The Athletic, the website, released an article. Uh, Brian Kelly has been ranked the third best coach in college football. I did see that. Behind uh, Nick Saban at number one and Dabo Sweeney at number two. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think three might be high, but definitely like top ten. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, in my opinion, he's number four. And I know that I've said this on a, on, on a previous episode. And it just gave me so much satisfaction that a reputable college football site also shared the same opinion as me because I feel like a lot of people just hate on him and I don't understand why. It's because a lot of people have become 
uh, privileged Notre Dame fans. Yeah, yeah. It's they don't they didn't like they weren't diehard fans when we were going fucking like four and eight and sucking ass with like Charlie Weiss and fucking Tyrone Willingham. Yeah, could you please just rewind to Bob Davey, Charlie Weiss, and Tyrone Willingham? Yeah, I am not about to try and sit through these four and eight seasons again. Yeah, like, Kelly is doing great, dude. Like I remember, just like consistently, like not consistently, but like it was like a fifty-fifty if we would lose a game at home. Mm-hmm. Now with Kelly, it's like there's no fucking shot we lose this game. Right. Like we're just right. gonna win. Yeah. So granted. Like, we're, we're getting closer to winning the big one. We haven't done it yet, uh, unless you count the Clemson game as, like, a big one, which I, in my book, I do. But, like, I just, I don't understand the argument of people wanting him out because there's also, no one better to replace him at the moment. Yeah, I agree. I, and I've said that before. Like, I, I strongly disagree with the people who are like, he sucks, he can't win this, blah, blah, blah. The other thing that people, like, don't realize is that, like, a lot of this is almost not his fault. Like yeah. you can only have so like much talent and so many players with the academic structure that Notre Dame has. Yep. Like yep. you're just not going to be able to sell the guys that go to Alabama or like LSU or any of these like SEC teams or like Oklahoma or stuff. And like, just, I'm going to be honest with you, like just aren't, intellectually sound enough to be able to even sniff Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm with you there. The academic standards do kind of suck, but he has done such a good job of closing that gap that like there's, I have nothing to complain about. Oh yeah. I, I 1 million percent agree with you. I'm never going to sit here and bash Brian Kelly or want him out or like say that, you know, he didn't deliver on like any promise or any ideal that like, you know, people have in their mind. Like he like pretty much single-handedly made Notre Dame relevant again in college football. Yep. So I, I will never sit here and bash him. I think he's a great coach. I think he does have some times where it's just like a lapse in lapse in judgment basically. And, like, there's some, like, things that just don't make sense with his coaching. And it normally happens in the big games, which I think it's, like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you that he is probably a top 10 to probably top 5 coach in college football. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Anything else you want to touch on sports-wise? I think that's it. All right. Let's take a quick break here. We will grab some Miller Lite refills, and we will be back with – did you know and a top five coming up after the break dude that was nice on my part i'm not gonna lie chris don't want to toot my own horn or anything like that but (laughs) hey feeling it on this friday that's what we like to hear um before we get into segment two i don't know how much background noise was picked up on my end during segment one so i'm just throwing out an apology for that we're uh, working on it. I have since, during the break here, built myself a little pillow, blanket, bed, cardboard fortress here to try and record in. Good so time. we'll see how that goes. But with that being said, we are back for segment two. We are drafting a top five, and then we are following up with, did you know, facts to get you a little bit smarter heading into the weekend here. 
Jack, I'm going to let you explain the top five today because it's. Be you, I don't even know if I can explain it. It was my <laughs> idea. It was, it was your idea, and it's a little bit hard to explain. So we'll see how it goes. All right, we're doing like we're doing top five moves, like moves that you have in your everyday life. When someone's like, "Oh yeah, like that's just his move right there," you know, it could be anything. Like, oh, you like when you try to get your friends to go out, and you got to move to get them to go out. You're like, "Hey man." Maybe you like toss them a beer because you know they're not going to put down that beer and they're going to drink it. Sorry. That's no way that was your move. Sorry. That was the one I was – I had in my head. So <laughs> – What? <laughs> dude, you can't just – I told you that move. That was my – that was my – the one And I literally I told you. you before we started recording that was going to be my number one pick. There's, and, but you don't do that. Okay. So okay. it's got to be moves is- that you do. This is going to be a hard draft, dude. dude. I, I don't thought know of, what I thought to of five so easily. Yeah, I got I. There was like maybe two that came to mind for me. You know, you don't got enough moves, dude. You gotta have moves in the bag. <laughs> I got no moves. I got so many moves. All right, so unfortunately, I have the first pick this week. So, dude, I'll swap gonna... first picks if you want. And I can just get a future first. Yeah, sure. All right, all you, baby. Um, Actually, no, I, I, I lied. I don't want to swap picks if that's the case. Because I know you're not going to take my first-round pick, so there's no need to swap. All right. So, okay. I, you're just going to roast me on all these. <laughs> Dude, see, this one, this one you got to use your creative brain on this. All right. So my number one move, and I can truly say that this is my go-to move, when we are in a group drinking and uh, I need to get up for a refill, all I say is I put one finger up and say anyone. That's okay. it. Okay. I don't, I don't hate that. That's but my number one move. I'll just one finger. Anyone? Anyone? And do you do like a little point to you? Like, eh, yeah. Eh? Just a little point to everyone Around just scan through the crowd. I love it. I say anyone and that's it. I won't say See? anything else. It's just. Good. That's, that's a good move. That's your move. That's your move. <laughs> Got to be creative with it. So this yeah. is this is a very you know common and pretty pretty well known move. But like, I would like to go on record to say I think I might be the king of this move. Okay. And this is the Irish goodbye. Whenever oh, yeah. we are in a group setting, you'll never fucking see me leave. I swear to God. Like it, you. I got so many different ways to slip out. Like I'm going to the bathroom. Hey, like, hey, don't worry. I'll get this, uh, you know, I'll pay the tab right here, and then you guys go get a table over there. You know, bam, I'm out the door. Oh, hey, you know, um, I, I got a buddy over here. Bam, right out the door. You're not even <laughs> going to see me fucking anytime. If I want to leave, I don't want to have the hassle of being like, hey, guys, you know, I think I'm going to go home. And then it's inevitably like friends being like, oh, dude, come on, stay out for like one more. Let's go. And then I got to stay out. And then it's like, oh, dude, why are you going home so early? I don't want to deal with all that. I'm slipping out the door. You're never going to see me leave. I'm not going to say yep. goodbye. Yep. Okay. That's good. And that's very, also very fitting. That is your move. That's my move. You <laughs> never see me leave. There you go. I'm the king of go. the Irish goodbye. Okay. I like that. I like that. So my number two move, we're completely switching gears here. In, uh, I guess, any sort of setting, and this is only with a select group of people, you being one of them, Jack, um, but say we're walking past each other, I will hit, I will give you the miss them high, hit your low high five. Oh, yeah. 
It's a classic. It's a good move. <laughs> That's it's a move a right move. there. Yeah, if I if I do that with you, it's like okay, you know, we both picked up on that one. And okay, I, yeah, you know I, what's coming. It's my move. Yep, that is definitely my number two move right there. Miss you high, hit your low on the high five. I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay, uh, move number two for me. Um, so this is like uh, normally on a weekend per se. Yeah, yeah pretty much okay. always on a weekend. Uh, okay. When you know you got a long day of like drinking ahead of you. That, you know, like, starts, like, relatively early, you know? Uh, My move is just getting drunk faster than anybody else. (laughs) I will be the first one drunk every single time. And it's not because I'm a lightweight. It's just because, like, I I just, like, if I'm drinking, I'm, like, drinking to get drunk, and I'm deleting beers. Fair. Like, I'll be the first one drunk. If it's, like, a tailgate setting, I'll be the first one drunk without a doubt in my mind. Okay, okay, like I'll be so, I'll be six beers deep before you can blink. <laughs> That's funny that you say that because my number three pick that I literally had written down plays off of that so well. Okay, but it's I feel like the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, you are the so, guy that just never gets drunk. No, no, no. It's not that. It's it my is. so my number three pick is again in your situation. When I know that I'm going out for a long day of drinking, tailgating, whatever it is, starting relatively early in the day, I will spend the morning doing nothing but just pounding waters to try and pre-combat the hangover. And then like one beer in, I already have to go to the bathroom. And then I'm going to the bathroom the whole rest of the morning. And it pisses me off, but it's something that I got to do. You're such a dad. (laughs) You are such a dad. Dude, it happens every time. I get to the tailgate. We literally drive from our house to campus. It's like a 15-minute drive. I'm like, all right, I already got to go to the bathroom. You're such a dad, dude. <laughs> I try to pre-combat the hangover. Dude, I w- uh, game days like that, I wake up in the morning, shower beer, first thing I do. I don't even need – I don't even get any water in me. My Miller Lite is my water. It flows through my veins, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks, but uh, it's something that I always do. And uh, it, 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 the problem is, too, it never actually seems to help. I still get hungover. So why are you doing it? I don't know. just makes me feel just a little bit healthier. hopping onto my train and getting drunk faster than anybody else. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my number three. Okay, so my number three plays off my number two. Of when <laughs> plays off my number three. No, 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 not your number three. <laughs> no, I don't. I, know, I, I disavow know. your number three. I'm not anywhere near that bullshit. So mine is like when you have like this happened a lot in college, but I guess it mm-hmm. might still happen, you know, later in life, where okay. you like go out and you're day drinking a lot, yeah. and then yeah. you like you get home and you got like the group of friends that you go out with, and you're like, hey, like let's hit a nap real quick and let's like go back out at night, you know. Let's mm-hmm. hit the bars back at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my move is just not taking a nap and drinking through that whole period. Just being like, "Fuck it, dude! Oh. I don't need a nap. I'm good. I'm, I'm I got a great buzz going right now. Like I don't need this nap." And it it always comes back to bite me in the ass. I was gonna say that's where you really got to weigh out your options because in my like in my opinion and my experience, if I take a nap midday after drinking, I'm done. I'm not getting back up. Yeah, that's true. But also, it plays, again, into my number one, and it's why I'm so good at the Irish goodbye. Because that that second going out at night, everybody is, like, 
like got sober and like they're retrying to get drunk and I've just carried that buzz through. So I'm already <laughs> way more drunk than them. And I'm like, listen, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go home. Bang. Irish goodbye. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. I like that. It's a move. Um, oh man. I still got two more picks left. Sheesh. Uh, okay. This is my number four. If we are very close friends, I'm not going to greet you with like a dap up or a handshake or anything like that. It's just straight in for the bear hug. So your move is hugs? My, my move is the bear hug when we first see each other. It's a hell, a hell of a move. <laughs> so if I, it like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to the handshake, the little dap up, all that kind of stuff. But like, if we're, if we're, if we really know each other, we're going in for the bear hug. Oh, see, I'm a, I'm a, it, my move, not, this isn't my number four, but like going off what you were saying, like with your like close friends, mm-hmm. one, uh, I ve- I feel like I very rarely call my close friends by their actual names. I either <laughs> have like a nickname for you or I'll just be like, what a big dog or something like that. And then it's yeah. the, it's the dap up into the bro hug. Okay. So like dap okay. me up with the right hand bro hug with the left. <laughs> fair. That's fair. So that, that, that's like kind of mine. I'm not, a, I'm not a big bear hug guy, but I can, I'll, I can go. I'm a big, it's, read the situation. That's why, that's why I had to pick it because I feel like most people aren't. Yeah. Which is I why guess that's it's fair. Unique it's unique for me. Okay. I'll, I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. So this, my number four move right here. And you can veto this because I feel like you can veto one of them because they might not be like generally speaking together. Okay. So, and this is, it's my move recently where, uh, (laughs) this is going to be like really weird. Just like, uh, kind of being honest. That's my move where (laughs) it just like, if I don't want to do anything, like I'm not going to make an excuse anymore. Like, you know how you're like, like if somebody's like, Hey, like, let's go out tonight. And you really don't want to go out and you're like, Oh dude, I would, but like, I'm swamped with like X, Y, and Z. And like, realistically, you just have nothing to do, but you just don't want to, you know, like be a dick to them. My new move is just like, you know what I'm saying though? Like you, I got you. I got you. My move is just being like straight up. Like, Nope. Don't want to go out. (laughs) Don't care. Like, I don't care about what you think. I'm done. I'm done trying to beat her on the push. But then, like the second part of that that I've done, that's like the same move, and you can veto this part of it if you want to, uh, if you want to, because I guess it's it, it it's not like not being honest, but it just is what it is. Where like mm-hmm. if somebody is talking to me that I don't want to talk to, I just stare straight forward and don't <laughs> respond to anything that they say. Okay. So just. Just ways to deflect any type of, you know, like guilt, I guess. I'm just like, dude, don't give a fuck about what you got to say. I'm not going to talk to you. Or just like, don't want to try to like, I don't want to go through trying to make up a lie where like, I just like don't want to go out. So like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to be like, nope, don't want to do it. And or I'm just going to look forward, get the hint. There you go. Okay. I'm good with that. I will take that. That is a good move. And it's again, very fitting for you. It is. That's what, that's, <laughs> what, that's it's my move. All right, so my number five move, 
Um, again, I don't know how you're going to take this one, but it is very fitting for me. And it, it, there, it requires a bit of stipulation. Okay. So my number five move is not responding in group chat texts. Okay. But the stipulation on that is if the group chat is less than four people or if the group chat, if the, if it's less than four, if it's four people or less, or if the group is full of people that I know very well and am very close with, I respond like a normal texter. If it is a group of five or more or a group of people that I don't know as well, you'll catch me responding one out of every like 200 messages. That's fair. I, I, I kind of in the same way. Like, yeah, <laughs> if I'm in a group chat and actively responding, that means, you know, that we're in a, cl- a close group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. So, okay. That's my five move. I like it. See, you thought I was going to rip on a lot of yours. Those are good moves. They're, they're, a lot of them are very, you know, specific. Yeah. So I'll take I feel like I like them. I feel like not many people fall into those move categories, which is why I had to pick them because they're unique. Well, nobody's a dad like you. <laughs> so, I'm the cool dad. <laughs> okay. Shut up. We're not going to say that. <laughs> We're not going to go that far. Um, All right. What's your number five pick? Okay. My, uh, my number five move is making fun of myself. And I'll tell oh, you goodness. why this is my move. Because I would always rather someone like I, I I try to deflect the blame and like the like awkwardness in any conversation as much as I can by fucking bearing it on my shoulders. Oh I, yeah. I am that fucking statue of the guy holding up the world and the <laughs> world is like the, the awkwardness in a conversation and it's me holding it up. Like that's that's my specialty. That's good. That's good. I, I, will, like that. I will make fun of myself to like if like somebody's like ripping on someone else in the group I'll fucking insult myself just so that stops. I'll be like, <laughs> I don't even have to know you. You just have to be in like, like remotely close to me and I have to be in the conversation. Okay. And I'll be like, yeah, okay. like he might be that, but I'm X, Y, and Z worse. So it's like, don't talk about that guy anymore. I don't want to hear it. Like, I know this is getting awkward. Uh, that's good. I like that. Again, fitting. It's a move. It's a move. It's a move. Let us know so- your moves. There you go. I was just about to say, let us know your moves. That draft was not as bad as I was expecting it to be when you told me this top five, like an hour before we started recording. (laughs) A a move is a a move is, you know, it can be universal. It can be specific, but all are moves. Do you have any honorable mention moves? Um, Oh my gosh, I just thought of one and I'm so disappointed that I didn't take this. Huh. Still dabbing. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Dude, you. I I will dab until the day that I die only because it was so cool and now it's not cool. So that way, in my opinion, it's still cool because it's not cool. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'll hit you with a mean dab any day of the week. Alright, we're we're done we're done with moves. We're done with moves. Okay. Let's move on, on to our did you know segment. Uh as we picked last week, today's topic is K 
cactuses or cacti. And uh, Jack, you are asking the first question this week. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I want to ask a question, but I feel like you're going to know this. Uh, it, did you do like, I didn't feel like there were that many facts about them. Yeah. I mean, I found a good amount. Um, all right, sure. I'll go with this. There's a species of cactus that is indigenous to one city in the United States. What is that city? One city. Yep. And I'm trying to name the city. Yep. I'm going to base this on the little bit of cactus knowledge that I know outside of the research that I did. Is it Saguaro? That's the city? I've never even heard of that city. No? No. Okay. Well, so I'll give you the answer. But at the same time, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give it a little, a little tease for Monday's <laughs> okay. episode. Because we're going to have to QTMFBB because the answer is Sweet Home, Chicago. What? Yes, sir. Chicago has cactuses? Uh, apparently. What? And there's a Chicago cactus? Yep. The, the fact is there's a species of cactus indigenous to Chicago. City's I find that. Prickly so pear cactus. Live in secret on far southeast side of Chicago. There are less than 100 eastern prickly pear cacti left inside less than an acre of land in the isolated area of 183-acre Powderhorn Prairie Marsh Nature Reserve in the southeast side of Chicago. Ah, what the nuts. How did I not know that one? I, I, that almost, I, almost, was wanted, I almost wanted to be like, you should know this. But I felt like it was going to give it away. That actually didn't even come up in any of the research that I did. My other guess was going to be like Phoenix or something. And that's see, see, I like that was like the gamble that I was like going with. I was like, either he like saw this immediately and was like the first fact he like found out, or like he's going to be like, oh yeah, like I went to like spring training in Arizona all the time, so I'm going to pick something on like the West Coast, and I'm glad that you did. Yeah. No. No. All right. Good fact. Good fact. All right, mine. This one was literally the first fact that came up when I, I did my research. So I would, I, I think you might get this. Um, cactus originates from the Greek name cactos. Can you tell me what it actually means? I'm going to go with like something along the lines of like, prickly bush <laughs> prickly plant dude that, that's gotta count right <laughs> i'll give it to you i'll Let's give it to you oh dude that was that was legitimately the only thing i could think of i was like it's gotta <laughs> be something like it's gotta be something with like prickly something so yep yep i almost went with sharp i almost went with a sharp plant was it gonna be mine i wish you would have <laughs> that was good um you got any uh, honorable mention facts to give to the listeners? Oh, dude, by the way, the the first 
the on the Google search, the first one is origin of the word cactus and then dot dot dot. See? But I was I was all into uh you know, just a big website here, kick ass facts. Hey, there you go. I like hey. I like this fact. There are uh seventeen hundred and fifty species of cacti. Uh, and 1,749 are native only to the Americas. Yep. Fuck I did your, see that. I did your, see that. I'm never going to get a cacti over there. <laughs> um, the average lifespan of a cactus, you know this one? No. 200 years. <sighs> Seen some shit, dude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Those things have been around for a minute. I like this one. In 1982, a man died while vandalizing a cigarro cactus for fun. Shot yep. the cactus uh, repetitively and then went up to poke it and try to get it to fall over. And instead, the 500-pound arm fell and killed him. Yep, I did see that one. Exactly. That was another one that I was going to ask you about. Um, the only other one that I had, um, tallest cactus? Six feet. Uh, multiply that by 11. 66 oh, six stories. Okay. How's right? It was the one right under that, and I just didn't read the whole stories part. I read <laughs> yeah, six. 66 feet tall. That's pretty big. It's a fucking big-ass cactus. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Uh, you want to pick next week's topic? Yes, sir. Okay. Let's get, get the random topic quick. generator going here. All right. We have got x-rays, medicine, mules, Bananas, dentistry, pipes, seesaws, toads, pilots, and giraffes. Have we done x-rays before? I think like it was in our top three, but I don't think we did x-rays. Okay, I would, I'm going to put that back in the running. All right, I'm going to put toads. <laughs> x-rays is number one. Toads is number two. Uh, do you have a number three? Let's go medicine. Okay. X-rays number one, toads number two, medicine number three, and our random number generator says... Hold up. Let me... Let me uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. X-rays, toads, medicine. Toads. Toads. We're talking okay. toads, baby. Let's get I'm that toad that talk. Did you know toads? Big time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you'll be hopping into the weekend. Oh. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? All right. Let's take one more break here, grab some Miller Lite refills, and we will be back to wrap up this Friday episode with some dumb thoughts and random stories. We will catch you after the break. Clean. Crisp. Boys are back. Segment three here on Shed Some Light, this Friday episode. We're wrapping up today's show, as we do on all Fridays, with our dumb thoughts and random stories. And, Jack, you want to start this one off? You want me to lead off? How you want to do this? Yeah, sure, fuck it. I'll go first. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you teased it at the beginning, and you said it might be one of your dumbest thoughts ever, so. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's either, like, really dumb. It's either, like, incredibly stupid or you're going to be like, I don't know, maybe, but it's probably going to be on the incredibly stupid I just, part. I just missed my mouth. Nice. I took a sip and missed my mouth. Atta I got boy. a hole in my chin. a boy. Okay. Okay. Woo. Built different right. over here. It shed some light. <laughs> on to you. <laughs> okay. 
So this is like, I got multiple parts to this question, but the first part, uh, I guess just maybe the dumbest part about it. Um, when we eat eggs, are we eating unborn chicken? Mm, yeah, uh. yeah, see, this is it. It's a stupid-ass question because I feel like I need to know. I should know the answer to this. Mm, no. Right? Dude, right? No. We're not. Okay, but the, okay, so then, then, then that, ha- then the second part of the question is, like, those eggs come from the chicken, right? So then, do they, like, are there separate eggs that are, like, baby chickens? Well, those, those are just the, the unfertilized eggs that don't turn into chickens. But I think. They still, like, poop out the eggs, right? Yeah. So then how do you know if it's going to be an unfertilized one? Well, they weren't getting it on. They just poop out eggs? Y- yeah. Like without having sex? Dead. They got to get them out, I think. So there's just a bunch of eggs like stored up in chicken stomachs? Well, like they grow like a baby. So then we are eating unborn babies. No. They're, 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 <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. This, I don't this know. is one where like, I was thinking about it to myself because I was making eggs the other day and I was like thinking about it. I was like, man, this is really fucked up if we're just eating like unborn baby chickens over here. And I was like, wait a second. Because then I was like breaking it down to the point of like, or if we are eating unborn like baby chickens, like how do the like yolks turn into chickens just by sitting on them? Yeah, no, I don't. Ah, gosh, why'd you do this to me? See, this is this was something I was like, I'm either going to get absolutely flamed for this and be like, you're an idiot that you are 23 years Whoa. old and don't know what you're eating. But like, I don't know. No one's ever fucking broken that down for me. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the listeners are roasting us through their earphones right now. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like that's every episode, so. <laughs> I mean, we're just too dumb to know this kind of stuff. But, yeah. Dude, uh, I think I think that they're just unfertilized eggs, so they never even had a shot of becoming a baby chicken. They just kind of they had to come out. Then it's also crazy to me, like like a chicken's body can produce an eggshell. Yes. Right. So maybe this isn't as dumb as the thought as I thought it was. No, I think this is a pretty smart thought. Unless I think this is actually very stupid, and we're just like, like if there's levels of stupid, like normal's here, right below it is us, and then that question is, you know, just lower than that. I have quite a few coworkers who have chickens. Maybe you can ask them. I can bring this up. Because, like, for a second, I thought we were—I was eating an unborn baby chicken. That's really fucked up if you think about it. Yeah, I don't think you are. But then, then they got into the whole other thing of like, if I'm not, then like, what's like, is this just like a version of like chicken poop? No, it's somewhere in between. Like I said, I think they're just unfertilized eggs. And they just, they got to get them out of their system. So boom, there's breakfast. 
I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't understand the whole unfertilized egg thing. Do they just have a bunch of those unfertilized eggs like sitting in their stomach? By the well, way, not- I also think that like, well, then, like I think of like just by the sheer number of eggs that are in the world, I think chickens like poop out eggs like every like day or two. I know I'm wrong. I know that's a stupid thought, but like that's how I think. Uh <laughs> we gotta change topics, dude, because we're gonna look like complete morons. <laughs> dude, we already look like complete idiots. I'm just digging a hole deeper right now. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know enough about chickens or farming or biology to give you any sort of relevant answers on this. I feel like these are the types of things that school needs to be teaching us. How to do our taxes, and are we eating dead baby chickens? <laughs> like, these are questions that come up in the real world. Not, how do I find the angle of the hypotenuse on a triangle? I don't I've never know the Pythagorean theorem. I need to yeah. know what the fuck I'm eating, and how many eggs are chickens pooping out a day? These are the things that, these are the questions I need answered. Yes, absolutely. Dude, the thing is, like, we probably learned this in, like, third grade. I just didn't, wasn't paying attention. Mm, I don't know. I don't think we did. So was that, was that the whole thing, or was that just one part of the question? Oh, no, that was the whole thing. Oh, okay. I thought I was, I don't know. I, I was, like, I had, like, a mental debate with myself for, Upwards of 40 minutes the other day about what I was eating. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, chickens are fucking crazy. Yeah. Animals are crazy. You ever see that one chicken that's like the size of like a fucking baby horse? Yeah. Wild stuff, dude. I mean, chickens are kind of dinosaurs if you really think about it. I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure they're the closest living relative to the dinosaurs. I would have guessed alligators. Alligators are dinosaurs. No, I'm pretty sure it's chickens. No, no, no. You could be the closest living relative of dinosaurs because the dinosaur is still living and it is just an alligator. (laughs) So then alligators and chickens. Yeah, the closest living – I'm talking like relative. Like there's dinosaurs that are living and then their relative could be the chicken. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. They look alike. Yeah, clearly you can tell they're related. Rhinos are also pretty crazy. You, okay, th- that's actually another dumb thought. You know how they're like, uh, well, like I guess I want to say fingernails maybe are the same way, but like uh, the rhinoceros horn is made of hair. You know what? You didn't know that? No. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure their horn is just a bunch of like hair follicles. I was going to say that blows my mind. I guess it blows your mind, too. I didn't even know that, so of course it blows my mind. I, okay, don't again, don't quote call, call me on this. I'm going to do a quick Google search. <laughs> Some research. This is where we need our fact checker. Made of, uh, yeah, it says made of hair. That's the first Google search. Uh, yeah, uh, keratin, the protein found in hair and fingernails. Oh, so not actually hair, just the same protein. But yeah. Okay. All right, I'm fine with that. I'm fine Actually, with that. Actually, the rhinoceros horn is a tuft of hair growing. Yeah. Boom, right there. Actually, is hair. Hair is another thing that doesn't make sense to me, just in Body general. hair doesn't make sense to me. 
like how does our body tell our hair on our head to grow so much but not the hair like a couple inches below it on our eyebrows yeah what the fuck it's wild it's wild <laughs> so okay i feel like people are gonna think we're like super high right now i will try like, and bring it back talking here about chicken fucking poop and rhino horns right now yeah about that um i will try and bring it back i don't really know where this is gonna go but um I just realized, thanks to social media, that now is the time where, like, everyone goes on spring break. Um, you know, just being out of school for the past couple of years, I it's not something that really crossed my mind. And I think the workforce needs to implement adult spring break. I would agree. Like, the lack of vacation time offered in corporate America cannot be healthy. And I think if we're making a big push for mental well-being here in America, the first step needs to be increased vacation times. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Again, ideas, guys, not execution, guys. But I'm just saying, there's no way that that can. Well, I'm sure it can backfire, but there's just no way that it can backfire. <laughs> Dude, what if like adult spring break like turned into like kids spring break where like all the adults were like hey like let's all go like to like some place and they just had like a, a destination and it just turned in like same shit we're like let's just all pile into the beach and make a fucking mosh pit <laughs> but it's, just, it's like, just adults it's just a bunch of jorts and hawaiian shirts and then everyone's passed out by like 7 p.m oh yeah <laughs> okay we're staying up late tonight let's hit the beach at like 6 30 yeah, I got dinner reservations at four forty-five. I might have a couple of couple of Miller lights at dinner. I'm gonna be wasted by about six forty-five tonight. All right, Sharon, time to go to bed. Oh God, I know there was some plan to go to the beach tonight, but man, my back hurts. Anyone got that SPF one twenty? This is a bunch of guys with like beer bellies hanging out, in like. Beach chairs with a couple with a cooler next to them. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, and I'm just saying, adult spring break needs to be a thing. I could get behind it again, like you said, ideas, guys. Yep. Not yep. execution, guys. <laughs> but uh, that's about all I got. That's about all I got. All right. Well, looks like that's where we're wrapping up the episode. Again, stay tuned for Monday. Big episode coming up. You're not going to want to miss it, especially if you're a White Sox fan. I'm just going to say that. If you're a if you're a Chicago sports fan, yeah, 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 true, true. Or shed some light, fan. I mean, none of you are going to want to miss this. I can guarantee that. <laughs> so, hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, you know, be safe out there. Use your manners. Thanks for listening. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I just figured I'd change it up today. Fuck manners. <laughs> um, check out the like, description actually, no kidding like, that's what? another thing I want to change like not manners is in like dinner table manners but like just like common manners like that's why I pulled the Irish goodbye because I don't want to say goodbye and it's like good manners to say goodbye dude fuck that don't want to say it don't want to make a big deal I'm just going to leave all right. Well, check out the description down below. It's got links to all of our social media. It also has the link to call in and leave us a voicemail. If you want us to discuss something, we would love to hear from you. Give us that five-star rating and review, and we'll catch you on Monday. In the meantime, keep them cold.
keep them cold, everyone.